Today we chat with Michelle Kay, a NIA teacher for the past 15 years. So, what is NIA? Well, it's a complete workout of body, mind and spirit. Throughout life, and particularly as we age, it's vitally important to maintain flexibility, strength and mobility. NIA provides all that. Michelle tells us more. So today we're joined by the wonderful Michelle Kay, who runs a NIA class. Um, is that how you say it, NIA, or is it NIA? NIA. It is. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I have actually attended one of these classes just to see what it was like for myself. Um, but I'm going to let Michelle um, explain a little bit about it. I know that it's a sensory-based kind of movement exercise, if you like, but let Michelle, the expert, tell you all about it. Well, thank you very much, Sandra, for inviting me. Um, I love talking about Nia. Um, I love actually doing Nia, moving uh, in a Nia session. So um, if you haven't ever heard about Nia, it was created about 40 years ago in California, and they were the first people, the founders, to take off their shoes and dance barefoot. And they realized the health benefits of moving in, um, in a way that's low impact for health benefits, uh, which I can talk about more, but just to really come back to Nia, it is made up of nine movement forms. Three of them come from the dance arts, the dance world, such as jazz and modern dance. Then three come from the martial arts, so we have influences of Taekwondo and Tai Chi and Aikido, and then three come from what we call the healing arts. So we have yoga, uh, Alexander Technique, and Feldenkrais. So these nine movement forms are influencing the choreography. We have amazing music, a, a very varied, eclectic selection of music that stimulates us and inspires us in our movements. Um, and um, we actually follow um, the body's way. So we say that um, function follows form. So we really design the moves to feel good and to, to move in the, the body's way, how the body was designed to move. Now, obviously, everybody's body is, is unique. We've had our lifetimes of injuries and where we hold tension and where we hold stress. So I often say, do it your body's way. And then we have this ideal, which is the human design, you know, the ideal way. And we just move very slowly towards the ideal. But we're always listening to our body. So awareness is a very big part of it. Sensing. So sensation. It's a somatic movement. So we're really listening with awareness to how the body is talking to us as we move, as we dance, and as we kick and punch and use our voices sometimes in the martial arts, like a, um, from the gut, you know, a ha, like ha, like that. Um, it's expressive. Um, there's an element of playfulness and fun. And you don't need to come only playful and only fun. You know, you come to class, life is what, what it is. You know, you come in whatever state you're in and whatever mood you're in, and it's all, all is welcome. Well, it's, it's good. It's nice to hear that... Um... It, there's no 
in a broad sense, no right or wrong. As you say, you can move the way you want to move or move how your body allows you to move. And I think that's quite a key point. I know that I've been put off doing stuff like this in the past um, because I'm self-conscious, if you like, and I know that um, I'm stiff as an ironing board, (laughs) as I often say, um, having given up yoga a few years ago. So when I joined, I was quite pleased that actually it didn't matter that I wasn't moving as fluidly perhaps as other people, but it still felt wonderful. And the barefoot thing, I mean, from a grounding point of view, it's amazing. Absolutely. Mm. And it's also, from a barefoot point of view, um, strengthening the feet and the ankle joints. And, you know, if ever you've injured your foot or your ankle, you know how it changes your life. It's, I mean, obviously, if you hurt your wrist, it will cause a problem too. But the feet, if, if your feet aren't well, you've got pain in your feet, it changes all of your actions, your mobility in life. Um, so to, to strengthen your feet and, and create some uh, mobility in your feet as well, malleability, my feet have changed the way they look. Um, and we also wear shoes quite often, not everybody does, but which are pointed. So they're not the shape of our foot. So we, I actually have some toe spreaders that I bought, silicon toe spreaders, and I, I put them on for a an hour at a time to actually remind my feet that they were designed for the toes to spread, not be shoved into pointy shoes. So the feet are very important, um, you know, the barefoot aspect. I also really like what you say, Zandra, about um, doing it your way and not feeling like you have to get it right. Because it's very non-judgmental. You know, there are people, I have a student in her 90s, and I have people who come in with saying, actually, I'm not feeling so good today. And they sit for the whole class and they sit and they, they can move in a seated way and, and dance to the music sitting down. It's quite a workout. So, you know, we all, we're all doing it our way. Mm. No, that, that's really good. I do actually suffer with plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, yeah. And, um, I think I got it from running. Um, and this is why I gave up exercise, because it was so painful. But actually, I realise now that I should have perhaps kept on moving and I think probably limiting the damage that it's done to me. I have a student right now who has that same condition and she comes and sits um, and does the class mainly seated. Um, And now that her foot is improving, she started to move very gently on her feet. Um, Yeah, so that is um, a very painful condition. But I do agree with you. It's good to, to move very gently and you know you can get these little small balls, like rubber balls that your dog plays with or something, and rolling your foot along a ball like that, or even a tennis ball, will give those muscles a little massage and stimulate the blood flow. So that's a little um, a little tip for painful feet. Oh, no, thank you. But it, it's true, isn't it? I mean, you know, when you have a, a pedicure or a foot massage, just how nice it is for your foot to have felt like it's getting a bit of a workout so you're absolutely right and it makes so much sense so much sense but obviously it doesn't just do the feet does it I mean we're talking about the whole body here absolutely in fact this morning in my zoom class a 30 minute session we focused on our main joints not just one joint like the ankle joint but all our joints so we say in near we have 13 major joints we have the ankles the knees the hips then we have the wrists the elbows of the shoulders, that's 12. And then the spine, although it's many, many joints, we just include that as 13th 
13th joint. And sometimes with the music might be a bit funky and fun, we'll move all 13 joints at the same time. You can imagine what that looks like. So it's really an opportunity to let go of looking cool, looking good, uh, getting the steps right. We just move the joints to the music and it's very playful. Yeah, I think people forget that the back is, as you're right, it's a series of joints, isn't it? So why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, that makes sense. Never really thought about it like that before. But uh, yeah, I'm sitting here now sort of moving my shoulders thinking, well, I really must move. <laughs> as people are listening to this um, this interview podcast, you could actually just, just as you're sitting, move your spine from side to side, just a gentle sway and just connect to that pleasure sensation because we do sense it in our back and our shoulders like moving your shoulders oh that feels good Mm -hmm. and that's the one that often gets me when I move my shoulder joints and I just allow the shoulder blades to slide around the upper back and release some tension and it just feels good so we have the voice of the voices of the body and one is pleasure the body says oh I like that keep doing that or it's ow pain is actually we don't want pain, but it's an incredible motivator. You know, if you're in pain, you really do have to change what you're doing. And you're also um, probably motivated to look up, well, how can I get rid of this? <laughs> so um, we listen to pain and pleasure and let that guide our moves. Or well, you just carry on doing near and, and prevent all these aches and pains in later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say I've been teaching for 15 years and dancing near for 15 years. And there have been times when, you know, my, my body has said that ankle is very sore today and I've, I adjust how I move. Um, and I'll, we, we have these three levels. Level one is very small and gentle. Level two is a bit bigger. You move further away, your, your legs and your arms can take more space around you. And then level three is like the biggest you can move. And each of those levels is unique to each person. My level one is different to your level one. And so I invite people to choose how big they want to move in the moment. So some days I might turn up if I've got a sore ankle, for example, I will say to my students, it's level one for me today. (laughs) And then we honor what's going on with our body. Um, I've very rarely had to cancel a class because something is, um, you know, I have an injury. And the founders of NEAR, In 1983, they were running a fitness um, business in California, and they were all jumping around with trainers on. And they were noticing how many people got injured, especially the knees. And they were looking at each other, this couple, Debbie Rosas and Carlos Rosas, and they thought, God, this isn't right. Why are so many people being injured? And they started to research, and this is how Nia developed as you say, watching it unfold before their eyes and, uh, and, and adapting and, and inventing to, to prevent all these injuries. Do you think they're trainer related or just that people are just leaping around and it's not necessarily what their bodies are meant to be doing? Yeah, I think it's lack of awareness. If, if we bring awareness to how we're feeling and we sort of go in, so it's a work in as well as a work out, then we're much less likely to do something that the body doesn't like and create an injury. Um, if, if you're looking good and you're pushing and pushing and, uh, you know, there's too much ego maybe, you know, it's like, God, I've got to build muscle or, you know, what is it about um, 
then you're more likely to go beyond your comfort zone and and hurt yourself yeah that's true so I, I know because um, I, I have done or part of I was a bit of a rubbish student actually but I did one of your um, challenges which was I think a 21 day challenge I don't think I managed the whole 21 days by any stretch oh, yeah. but for those who are not local you can actually join on Zoom can't you? Absolutely I teach um, two Zoom classes a week on a Wednesday morning and a Saturday morning um, and I also run Quite frequently, I run challenges which are on Zoom, and they may be seven days long. So I offer every morning for seven days um, a 30-minute session. Um, but I have done 30 days as well. It's quite a quite a challenge to be there every morning at 8:30 um, for your half-hour session. But there's also um, a video replay available for 24 hours every day so if people are at work by 8 30 they can they can do the session in their own time whether it's lunchtime or in the evening um so yeah it's it's available on zoom yeah that's good and for local people you do um classes in kings langley i believe yes i do i live in kings langley and i teach um at the community center and one of the church halls. So there are two classes a week in person, one in the morning and one at four o'clock in the afternoon. Brilliant. There's no excuse, people. No excuse at all. <laughs> I often say it's a bit mm. like chocolate. You've got to just come and try it, you know, give it a taste. You know, we can, you can look it up, you can read about it. There are lots of YouTube videos on the Nia technique. Um, I have a website with a video um, of um, myself teaching and um, there's nothing like actually giving it a go. <laughs> no, I, I totally subscribe to that. You, you must give that a go. And I think, I think for the, anyone who's listening who's interested in holistic health and, you know, try and, I mean, it's all very well to sort of doing a workout, but actually, as you said, this is really good for the mind as well. I mean, all, all exercise is good for the mind, but there is something a little deeper with me, yeah. Well, that's so great that you um, brought that up because it's actually holistic. So it impacts your body and also your emotions, your mind and your spirit. It is designed to be holistic. Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of people who come to class because they want to be uplifted. You know, they wake up in the morning, it's like, oh God, another day, here we go. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's been a tough time for everybody. And it's very uplifting, the music, the sense of community and and just moving, as you say, moving your body. We're designed to move. And, uh, you know, through movement, we find health. That is the strap line for Nia. Mm. So moving our body does create health in, in all those areas. Yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Don't do a Zandra and stop doing everything thinking, oh, I'll let my foot heal because actually it's just created more issues. Um, yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you moving, Sandra. <laughs> I should try it. Um, just one more thing. What does um, NIA stand for then? Does it actually stand for anything? Or is it just the Well, initial? originally, um, the NIA, NIA, stood for Neuromuscular Integrative Action. Okay. It's quite a mouthful. Mm. Um, then later on, um, the, uh, the founders said, actually, it's Now I Am. Excellent. So bringing yourself into the present, which is beautiful. And really, when you're present, then you have awareness of how you move. 
And it doesn't just end when you walk out of your session, your class, your near class. The awareness is a lifestyle practice. So at any moment I am living my near practice, which is choosing joy and choosing pleasure, how I walk down the street, how, how I sit right now. Is my leg crossed and does that feel good or is that a little bit... Bringing awareness is an ongoing thing. So now I am, yeah. Yeah, it is a very mindful practice and um, I would urge everyone to give it a go and if you don't want to turn up in person, have a look at the Zoom calls and as, as uh, Michelle says, there's a bit on her website. So what's your website, Michelle? It's called michellek.com. Uh, the tricky bit is spelling it right. So Michelle is with one L and K is with an E at the end, K-A-Y-E. Okay, and we will put a link, obviously, on the show notes so that people can find Michelle easier. So thank you very much, Michelle. Thank is there you. anything else um, that I have missed? Anything I should, anything else I think, um, anything I should have mentioned? Well, I think we've really covered it, really, uh, the main points. And I would like just to say that if you've got any questions, please do get in touch with me. I'm very happy to have a chat or an email um, and uh, I look forward to dancing with you. We hope you enjoyed this brief introduction to Nia. So whether you're motivated by general body conditioning or to increase mobility, reduce stiffness or to connect with others, everyone's welcome. Get in touch with Michelle at www.michellek.com or through yourhealthhub.uk.